I gotta ask you something. Um, uh huh. I think it's kind of in the vein of me slowly trying to understand what other humans do and try and classify mm-hmm. what is and isn't normal. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just looking for your take, and I'm a little worried that I did something weird again uh, tonight. Um, Weirdo. Hey, we're all pleasantly weird, I think. I'm just hoping I'm not more than average. The, Hit me with it. Do you know uh, when you were off on the other side of the globe, welcome home, by the way. It's glad to see that you're safe. Thank you, thank you. Um, do you know that when you were off on the other side of the world, uh, McDonald's shook the fast food world up a little bit by doing their own proper chicken sandwich? And you'd think, like, oh, was it, like, a big thing? Like, you know, Popeye's last year? And then was like, oh, fuck, dude, I gotta get that fucking chicken sandwich. No, they were late to the party. But, like, they sold out of, like, chicken sandwich hoodies. McDonald's is, like, doing, like, a real, like, hey, guys, we're like Chick-fil-A now. We also have, like, a chicken sandwich that isn't a McChicken. I've seen the look on your face. I, I feel like you might not know this was a thing. Um, I Well, I was Googling because I was like, don't they have a chicken sandwich? Don't they have a McChicken? Yes. Yes, they Ugh, did. Fucking looks awful. Jesus. They had a McChicken. That looks terrible. Okay, so but 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 what is this other chicken sandwich? I, I think they're calling it the crispy chicken sandwich and the uh, not not hashtag not sponsored by the way. They're calling it a crispy chicken sandwich, and I think it's just their retort to a proper chicken sandwich from the likes of say Chick Fil A. Okay. And um. So I wanted to try one because I'm a heathen and I can't say no to a new chicken sandwich. And not only am I a sucker for marketing, I also kind of guiltily enjoy fast food. And you know, I just have to know for scientific purposes, right? So I'm out and about today. I'm dropping some stuff off. I see a McDonald's and I'm like, oh man, McDonald's lit right now. Not only is it Shamrock Shake season, which is my favorite time of year. <laughs> it's my favorite time of year. I love myself some mint shakes. Um... It's also spicy chicken nuggets are back, which spicy McNugs, great McNugs. And now they're trying out, they're trying out this new chicken sandwich thing that had all the hype to it. So I'm like, you know what? I I had, I had no lunch. I'll go run later. I'll do a McDonald's tonight. I'm going to have McDonald's. I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to be a real heathen. Mm-hmm. Go through the drive through order a chicken sandwich, order some McNugs, skip the McFlurry because I'm proud of myself and I'm growing as an individual. Um, no fries, no drink. And, uh, I'm excited for this chicken sandwich because I, you know how sometimes when you go through the drive through and you, they tell you like, Hey, your shit, it's not ready. You gotta like, you gotta pull to the side real quick. You gotta, we, we gotta, we gotta cook it for you. They did that to me. So now not only am I waiting to try this new thing, I'm also extra excited about it because I know that it's going to be fresh. They're cooking it's it right now. Fresh. I have to wait for it, which fresh, feels like a fast food. Yeah. Wow. Hey man, some people, I I'm, I'm a simple man. Okay. Simple man. I'm excited for my fresh, <laughs> that I know it's going to be fresh chicken sandwich. No microwaves here. Uh huh. And the way that they're doing these chicken sandwiches, they have, uh, they have three different versions. Your, your plain Chick-fil-A, just, you know, bread, chicken, pickles. They got bread, chicken, pickles, plus spicy sauce. Um, which is like the spicy version. So instead of like a spicy breading, it's, it's like a spicy mayo. 
and then they have a uh, like, like the deluxe option with the mayo, tomatoes, lettuce, all the uh, bacon, all that jazz. I just mm-hmm. I just want myself a plain Jane. I'm not a pickle guy. Fuck pickles. They're actually the worst. I don't want any pickles. Agreed. All I want is just just chicken and bread. Keep it light. I get my chicken sandwich. I pull out. I'm driving back home. I, I open the bag. I eat the McNuggets first because they're easy to do while driving. I switch on over. I grab the sandwich. I pull it out. And I notice that I can no longer really enjoy it because they gave me one of the ones with the spicy mayo on it. And not only do I hate pickles, I hate mayo. Mm. I hate, I, I really, it's too vinegary. Spicy mayo's different though, right? It's still got that base. It's still got that mayo base. Okay. Um... And I'm like, fuck, man. I'm a, I, this isn't the experience I wanted. I was so excited. It was going to be fresh. Uh-huh. And now I'm trying to figure out what to do. Because I still <laughs> want to try the sandwich. But I very clearly am going to have tainted views and don't want to eat this one. And also, the thought of going back to McDonald's to be like, I'm, I'm miles away at this point. The thought of going back uh-huh. and being like... Hey y'all, uh, it's me in the drive-thru again. I was here ten minutes ago. Uh, you gave me the wrong fucking sandwich. Really, I wanted a plain one. Uh, can you fix it? I'd rather die than do that. And instead of, and I can't yeah. go back to the same McDonald's. That's a crazy person thing to do. Thank you. <laughs> I'd rather die than do that. So I, uh, and I can't go back to the same McDonald's because they're gonna remember me. Think they're gonna remember me, so I drive out of my way to a second McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> to order the same chicken sandwich again and get it and try it, and just don't eat the first one. The first one goes to waste, and I order a second one. And not only am I wasting food at this point, I'm also wasting like four dollars and seventy two cents. Eh, fuck it. It's fast food. You can do this. Fast food is cheap. Okay. Okay. I wish. I really wish there was like someone waiting by the end of the drive-thru. I could have like given them one, like like uh-huh. help a homeless person out. Did didn't get to it. Really did go in the trash. Which I still feel a little guilty about. But um, how do literally they tens this? of thousands of pounds of food go into the trash every single day, Joey? Did I do the right thing? Should I have just had something else for dinner? Is it, <laughs> no. Is it, is no, it you didn't to do to the a... right thing. <laughs> no. What is, I mean, God, we got so much response last week to people talking about pimples. I'm like dreading what people are going to tell me I should or shouldn't have done here. But what, what, what's, what's the proper course of action here? Do I suck it up and eat the sandwich? Do I get something else for dinner? Do I go back to the first McDonald's? Um... No, don't go back to the first McDonald's. And I mean, in that situation, if you if you hate mayo that much, like I totally get it. Don't don't force yourself to to eat something. Uh, I, I mean, I would have just written it off and just said, "Well, fuck it, I'll try it some other day." <laughs> but yeah, you know, like it'll still be there tomorrow or the next day or the day after that. <laughs> but I, I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. But yeah, you know, it's. Okay. Sandwich is five bucks. It's fine. It's not like you were getting a whole meal. All right. Okay. That that's how they get you. 
That's how they get. It's the fries and drink that they you, get you. When with. you get the drink, yeah, when you get the drink. drink expensive. Yeah, that's the expensive shit. So no, you're 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 fine. Okay. But did did you try it? Was it was it <laughs> did did it blow your mind? It's funnier to report back and just not be like, nah, I don't I don't have a good review of it. Uh, actually, it is. Better than I would expect fast food from McDonald's to be. Okay. I, I think it depends on, on how you frame this. If you're looking at this as from like a McDonald's perspective, I think it might be one of the better menu items. But if you're looking okay. at it at a comparison to Chick-fil-A, I like it substantially less. Okay. It is much better. It is magnitudes better than a McChicken. Because it's not like a processed, aerated chicken patty. It's it's like a real, like, chicken. I mean, breast. I'm looking at the McChicken on the McDonald's website. You know, with, like, the fake food mm-hmm. that is purely made purely for photography. You know, this lettuce that's, like, actually made out of paper. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The, the, the mayor or whatever that's probably, like, glue or something. <laughs> I'm looking at that, and it still looks disgusting. A lot of times, McChicken still looks terrible. (laughs) McChickens are gross. There's a reason why there's a dollar. Um, Food photography is actually super interesting because they do uh, more often than not use the real ingredients, but they're just substantially higher versions than what you get. Which obviously people know they can see the pictures, but the tips and tricks that they actually use to do that photography is really cool. Um, More often than not, when you're taking food photography and you want to make it shine what you mm-hmm. do is you spray hairspray on it i i did actually see that yeah you spray a hairspray or they like coat it with lacquer or something right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it makes yeah. the food inedible <laughs> you cannot <laughs> eat the food they take pictures of and they spend a lot of time to make it look really cool um it's, it's like definitely an art um but still false what, what do they do for uh for videos like uh, they must make a, a real like upclassed Big Mac but is there is there something is there edible gloss that you can put on this stuff is there is there ways to yeah to I make mean this if, look if good but still edible if you're looking to take that picture of someone taking a bite more often than not what you're doing is you're using like a lot of uh, like like a gloss baked sugar almost like you would do cake decorating um, oh. to, to kind of add like a like a shimmer to it because really the uh what once you pay attention to it, a lot of the reason why those photos look good is because they're super well lit. Mm. And the actual like production around it is super well lit. And like, it's like, wow, that's like shiny and fancy. And I, I wonder if uh, I, I, I've been thinking about this more and more with all the people who just like grow up and know what editing is now or like no Photoshop. Cause everyone and their fucking dog is on TikTok. That if these tricks that people have used for all these years are going to stop stop tricking people because these kids will just grow up knowing like, well, I know why that photo looks good. It's the editing. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that that sort of stuff will definitely be less effective than it was on previous generations for sure. But it'll probably still work to some degree, right? If it looks good, it looks good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like If you- it looks good, it'll make you hungry. And it'll worm its way into your subconscious. All right. So that, that is one of the many things that I have on my screen now is uh, McDonald's, the McDonald's menu. <laughs> and you want to know the other thing that I have on my screen, Joey? Dude, what do you got on your screen, dude? 
Ethereum prices. You want to know why? Why? Because I bought F uh, like several years ago. Oh yeah, okay. Like like what what was your entry level point? Uh, my original entry point was like 300 or something like that, 200 maybe, 250 mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Uh, and then I sold when it went it went up. I think I went up to like 1100 or something. I think I sold at like 900. Uh, and then I think I rebought in uh, at like my I think my average price was around 500 or something like that. Uh, I have it all written out in a document. But the the That's reason I have that play? up, yes, that is my that is my one crypto play, um, because uh, basically just through the research that I had done, ETH seemed like it made more sense than than Bitcoin, even mm-hmm. though Bitcoin's a hot thing. Uh, but I, either way, like I I don't care about crypto that much. I just knew it was something that like could make me money. You know, I just knew it was something that like over time it was going to blow up and, you know, I was going to use that crypto to in turn, turn it into real money rather than the cryptocurrency. Now, maybe 30 years down the line, I'll be using cryptocurrency instead of actual dollars. But for right here and now, I treat it purely as a way to to turn into real money. Mm -hmm. So uh, but uh, but I don't care about it. The only reason I have this up, Joey is because four weeks ago, you teased a, a crypto story to me. Has that story finally been resolved yet? Dude. Um, I also uh, chose Ethereum as my crypto of choice. Okay. Back before we knew of each other, back before we were friends, back in back in the old, I don't know, what are we talking about? We're probably, if we're both getting in around 300, we're probably both at like 2015, if I had to guess, maybe-ish. Yeah. We're, we're playing so, around t- with it. Yeah, 2015, 2016, somewhere in there. That sounds about right. So, um, I have had probably like an interesting 13 plus years in crypto. I'm someone who, uh, every time he sees the Bitcoin prices, gets a little bit sick because (laughs) I I did at one point in time have Bitcoin, which I used to buy a graphics card in 2008-ish. I bought a GeForce 860 with Bitcoin. Yeah, how much Bitcoin did that cost you? I really don't like to talk about it. <laughs> I really, I gen like, it's it's not I even like a weird. I love these stories. It's not even like a weird flex, right? It's just like I was someone who was on the internet and like kind of plugged into that a little bit. Like I, you know, I, mm-hmm. I spent a couple days on 4chan. I, 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 und- I, I, I was there. I was there. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was interested in it. And thinking about it today, I've I think I've gotten over it. It's a good story, but yeah, it'll yeah, never yeah. it'll never not hurt a little bit. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I bet. It'll, it'll, it'll well, ne- graphic cards are expensive, Joey. Graphic cards are expensive. You know how happy I you know how much of a baller They're I felt even like. Even more expensive if you're using Bitcoin to pay for them. 
you know how much of a baller I felt like knowing that like I I I basically got a graphics card for free. I was the fucking talk of the town. Joy was yeah. so cool. He used his Bitcoin to get to get a fucking GeForce card. He did he man, he got so many frames on Counter Strike Source. He was so excited <laughs> to play in his Cal Invite League. <laughs> of all things. <laughs> you spent all that Bitcoin for the worst CS game. Hey man, I grew up playing Source. I was a competitive data defeat <laughs> Source player. Source engine games are my jam. That's why I'm in esports. That's why we're talking. I'm again. We should just gloss over this. This wasn't the story mm-hmm, I wanted mm-hmm, to tell. Mm-hmm. This is just colorful background information. I guess that um, I okay. think they call this self-flagellation. Actually, <laughs> let me compose myself for a second before I actually start crying again. I um, a couple years later, after that, probably around 2012, was like, well, really shouldn't have bought that graphics card. Um, I should probably get back into crypto. Um, and at that time I, I, uh, I was mining Dogecoin for maybe almost two years, maybe almost two years off and on. I was mining Dogecoin, uh, post wow. sometime between 2011 and 2013. And I was also, um, I, I was really into it. I was really into it. I was like, you know what? This is my this is my uh, my getting back at the world. I'm I'm gonna get a bunch of crypto again. I'm gonna build up a little crypto portfolio. I'm gonna be so cool. I'm just gonna have Dogecoin because haha, it's so silly compared to Bitcoin. Um, and not only did I did I mine it, I also um there was a an eBay esque website where it was just eBay with Dogecoin. And I sold a bunch of stuff, not even for cash, but just for crypto at this point in time. And um, just like like a bunch of like stuff out of my closet. I didn't need like spare older original King's Kensington flash drives. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I got all this doge. Eventually, um, what I ended up doing is I had over 800,000, close to 900,000 doge coin. Round it up. Just say I had a million doge. I don't, I don't know why you're laughing. I would I would be like, wow, that's that's pretty cool, Joe. You were like, what, 20? Like that's that's how 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 fucking rad are you, right? Um around the time that you got into Ethereum, I was also souring on Dogecoin by and large. And I mm. felt the need to just transfer the balance into something that I thought was going to be more secure long term. Which, again, as a super strong financial early 20 analyst, I decided, yeah, let's, you know what, let's move away from the meme crypto into the, into the serious tech man's crypto, right? Mm-hmm. So I trade all my, all my Dogecoin for Ethereum. Um, and then late January happens. And I'm having, I don't have, I, I don't want to claim that I have PTSD. I think that is legitimately rude to people who do, to people who've, you know, been in the service or like experienced real PTSD, right? Yes, yes. I'm watching the the Dogecoin just take off like a fucking rocket. Get up to one penny, two pennies, three pennies, five cents, seven cents. And I'm thinking to myself, I had a million of those. 
<laughs> Motherfucker, I had a million of those. I traded, I traded a million of those for like ten Ethereum. And oh wow, dude, Ethereum's doing great. It's like two thousand dollars. Man, I'm so fucking cool. I I, I got like fucking twenty thousand dollars in Ethereum. But you could have you could have had you could have had like ninety thousand dollars in in Dogecoin. That's that's fine. You know that happens. You know people lose money on stocks and trades the time. You're Stupid boy, whatever. Okay, you know what? It's, it's it's fine. Um, you know, I'm I'm coming to terms with the fact that I do not have the wealth that I could have potentially had now twice. I could have, in theory, with these two plays and foresight and knowledge that I could have never had, been set. <laughs> I could have stopped working. For, for, for those of you keeping track at home. Uh, Joey mentioned 2012. Uh, I tried to go back to uh, Bitcoin's history. Uh, and the site that I'm looking at will only go back to 2013, where the uh, the very start, where it first listed, it was listed at $108. Uh, a Dogecoin only goes back to 2019, where it was listed as one-fifth of a cent. It was way lower As in point zero zero two. And that's in 2019. Yeah. And Joey's talking about. Again, I I, I, I had like 850,000 of them. So, <laughs> you know, we, we were, we were getting, we were breaching like $70,000 truly um, that, that I just didn't have. So that's fine. And also back more background color for all this. I'm like really trying to figure out what to do with my finances and saving and the market and potentially property investment. And I'm like very seriously looking and considering like, Hey, can I really put like a down payment on a condo somewhere? And to Mm -hmm. really be crunching all the numbers in my finances and just know in the back of my mind that all this money that could have just like bought a condo went poof. Cause in Los Angeles, I guess for context, people who don't know like what our housing market looks like, it's stupid. Um, and if you want to put 10% down minimum on a condo or townhouse around here, that's like two bedroom, two bath and not a shitty neighborhood around LA, you're looking at five to $600,000. So that's 50 to a hundred thousand dollars of down payment, uh, money that you need. Um, which I could have had in crypto and I didn't twice. I go, um, at this point I'm lamenting everything. And mm-hmm. I decide that the best course of action is that I should really just uh, check up and like update my wallets because all of my cryptocurrency is kept uh, like uh, in in uh, local storage. I, I don't have it like tied to a Bitnet or, or whatever online brokerage. Like I, I have it all off. Yeah, I got, I got this is this is where my F is. Yeah. Cap is uh, for the audio people. Cap is showing a, a a physical hard drive key where he keeps his cryptocurrency. Um, I go to update my my Doge wallet, my Ethereum wallet, and um, I actually haven't signed into Ethereum for so long that the wallet I was using has been deprecated and non-functional for about seven years. Um, maybe less than that. No, uh, probably about five years. I think I think it's been, I think it was about four to five years. Um, whatever the dates don't matter. It's been deprecated and non-functional for a long time. So I'm trying to figure out how to get uh, into it so I can transfer it to the new programs that everyone else is using. That's modern. 
and I know that I have all of my backups properly stored in multiple places, um, like on hard drives in the cloud in my Google Drive. And I'm able to access the key storage files, which is where everything's stored. And I finally get it to load up and boot up into the right place. And I go to put in my password and it doesn't work. Oh no. And I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here at this desk. I'm looking, I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, I probably typed it wrong. That's what happens. It doesn't work again or again or again. And I'm like, okay, this is an old, non-standard, unique password. Um, let's, do, let's just try a couple other things. Like maybe I'm misremembering. It's, it's literally been years. I try the gambit of everything that I think it could possibly be and nothing is working. And I'm like, okay, I have, in my infinite wisdom, I, I used to hide my cryptocurrency as if I was someone hiding, I was going to say child porn, but that felt too aggressive. No, oh, no, like I would hide my cryptocurrency. Like I imagine how someone would hide anything that they absolutely cannot have found on their computer. I'm talking about <laughs> like in a zip file, in a folder, in a different zip file, in a random location that's hidden by windows. Like... <laughs> You you have to like be like FBI to scrub through my computer and find something. You would you would never find where it's pathed for mm-hmm. for my cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh man, did I make my own system too hard? And now I just don't remember how to access it. Uh huh. So I cannot find whatever documents might I might have stored the password in. And at oh, this no. point, I've been going at this process for two to three hours it's like one in the morning it's a work night and any sane person might go well this really sucks it's a problem for tomorrow i'm a human adult who has a job to do and i should probably go to bed but not me i don't have to get up that early for work and i i don't have to get up that early for work i can probably stay up and do this for a couple more hours cut to me Going through my entire cloud backup, my entire computer, my physical hard drive backup, ripping apart my old computer that I have in the closet to pull a hard drive out, um, and basically looking at any cloud or physical media I have, including an entire jar of flash drives um, and miscellaneous media, to try and find anything. And I can't find anything to open this file. And I'm convinced that I think I know what the password is but it's just not working. So it has to be wrong. And I don't know if it's like the wallet file that, that was fucked up or if it's just a new program that I'm switching to that isn't right. And I'm doing research and I'm reading Reddit threads and I'm looking at the clock and it is just flying by. And my room is a fucking mess because it looks like some kind of crime room where there's torn apart PCs for me to get hard drives just all over the floor. There's pieces of paper that are labeled like tested and not tested for me to put flash drives on so I don't retest them. I should have taken pictures to show you. I looked like a crazy. If someone walked in on me, I would have a thousand percent been like taken against my own will to some kind of hospital. Because you're you're Charlie and it's always sunny in Philadelphia with all the. Yes. (laughs) And at this point, I am just like. 
it's setting in that it's being more doom and gloom because now mm-hmm. not only mind you that I bought that graphics card, lost my Bitcoin, traded my Dogecoin for Ethereum, which appreciated, but significantly less because I had much, I went from 800,000 to 10 didn't appreciate the same. And now I don't have access to my fucking Ethereum. And worse than the idea of not even having this money that still isn't really real because it is, it's not real. I don't have cash. It's not on my bank account. I just, it's theoretical Mm -hmm. money still. I've never had it. I'm thinking about more so than the money because money can always come and I can only make more money as I grow old. I'm so upset at the time that I put into mining, that I put into selling items on Dogecoin eBay, that I put into what is literally close to 10 years of appreciating wealth and time in the market that I'm just no longer have access to for basically three times now with three different coins. Uh And, um, I stayed up until seven in the morning and by seven in the morning, not only have I realized how fucked I am for work the next day, I made myself ill. I, I like gave myself a migraine being up and 10 out of 10 stressed all night. And mind you, coworkers are now logging on and starting their day in Slack. And they're like, shit, Joey's up at seven in the morning. What's wrong with you, dude? Like, is everything okay? And I'm like, no, actually something's really not okay. I have a migraine. I'm definitely, I have to, I have to sleep. I'm not okay. And I was out the entire next day. It just didn't <laughs> exist. I vomited three different times. I didn't work. I was up all night. And at present time of podcast, um, there is someone who is trying to hack into my Ethereum wallet on my behalf uh, with a revenue share where they will take 20% of what is inside um, if they are able to open it. Because at present point in time, after 30 to 50 hours of work over the last couple of weeks, I'm convinced that I can't open the wallet. Oh, no. And... I hope, one, that that there is some cruel comedy there. Please laugh at me and don't feel bad at me. Because I feel bad enough for myself. A lot. <laughs> Two, public service announcement. I have since... I've, for years now, I have been using a password manager that I am super happy about. I use one pass. It's on my phone. It's on my desktop. All my passwords are unique and different. I can sign in with my face or a finger. 
Everything is great. It took a lot of time to set up. It is not a free service. I know there's free alternatives. It's relatively cheap. I pay for a year. It's like $30 or something. If you use a password manager <laughs> and if there's stuff that you haven't gone back and put into your password manager since you've started using one, go and do that. I assume that a lot of people who listen to a Dota podcast are some level of tech affluent and might even do that. Or they're super lazy, which I think is also part of the Dota demographic. Please let me be an example. <laughs> Find a password system you like. Don't hide passwords to important things like it's fucking kitty porn on your computer. Because eventually <laughs> you'll forget about it. And it won't work because you don't need it for five years. I have... Since this tragedy over the last two weeks, not signed in. Mm-hmm. I have, however, gotten my Dogecoin wallet working. And I was very excited to find out that I did not transfer 100% of my Doge wealth into Ethereum. I only transferred about 90% of it. Okay. So I, I still have 80,000 Dogecoin, which is not an insignificant amount of money. It's still, I still have some crypto. I started mining again in my spare time. Because I okay. feel some kind of sunk cost for <laughs> wanting to be back in the market eventually. So 10 years from now, from so almost 40-year-old Joey can learn from 20-year-old Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, I know it's not a happy story. It's barely even a funny story. I was, I've been kicking myself in the nads for like almost a month now. The Bitcoin, the Bitcoin, I can, you know what? That's hindsight. That's total hindsight. The Dogecoin, yeah. also kind of hindsight. I gen- If you would have asked me at the time, do you think this is ever going to be a real thing that people are going to semi-treat treat seriously? Elon Musk will tweet about and it'll get to almost 10 cents a coin. No, I didn't think that. And I probably didn't yeah. even think that six months ago. I'm fine that I traded it for Ethereum. That doesn't bother me. It stings a little bit, doesn't bother me. Not being able to get into that account is so fucking stupid and entirely my fault. And honestly, just out of character from how I see and like envision myself and like do other stuff in my life, that it sucks. Also the money. Also the money. Also the money. Um, everyone should use a password manager. <laughs> That's the takeaway here. And that is a wild story. Well, I hope that guy is at least able to hack into your account. Yeah, he's pretty reputable. He's like a real person who does it for a lot of people. Apparently this is semi-common. Um, so maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe there's a world where I get 80% of it back and that's better than having zero of it. Oh yeah. Maybe, you know, I, I am a, I am a firm believer. I'm a super firm believer. I would actually say that, that like one of my pillars, uh, is that 
bad days only make good stories. And if you think about bad days as a good story to tell, it's really not that bad. There's some yeah. exceptions to that rule. It's really not cool when like a super close family member dies. Also, mm -hmm. it's really not cool when you fucking lose thousands of dollars and can't do anything. About it. <laughs> Tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, see, I have no problem laughing at you, Joey, because I know you'll be fine. I I was I was not mentally well for about thirty hours. And after that, yeah. I've been I've been pretty okay. the 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 manic period of actually trying to find the password and looking like I was in Always Sunny was probably the the hardest part. Yeah. Well, you're good now. I'm most I'm ninety five percent okay. It sucks. Financially, you will be fine for the rest of your life. I know you've got a it's... good job. You're uh you're a competent, hardworking person. That's the other You'll thing. It always it, it does feel uh semi weird to complain about something that is ultimately superficial and financial like this because I know that there's people who are listening right now who like are going through hard times before and after and during Corona, right? I'm sure there's people who are listening who are playing a small violin, right? Who are like, "Fuck no, you, no, no, no. dude." We we always go down that line. All right, there's someone who's always having a shittier life than you. It's still you still are able to complain. You are still able to be sad and upset and complain about these things. Right. And, and I'm able to laugh at it. <laughs> thank you. Because honestly, they're telling people best medicine. Also uh, uh -huh. I just I just looked I just I just looked at the clock. Thirty eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That was a good story. It was it's, worth it. It's not um and there's there's stuff. <laughs> there's I yes. Should, I should timestamp post story post story us because dude, you're home. Yeah. Well welcome back. You're home. Thank you. I don't think you're going to Singapore, so you're staying home. I am minute. not I am not going to Singapore. Um so about that um so i was not invited to singapore and this will be the first place that i'll i'll really be announcing that because honestly you guys who, who follow the podcast you deserve uh all the inside scoops and stuff like that uh i will be uh doing an alternative broadcast for the major since they didn't invite me like the hell else am I going to do? So I'm putting together an alternative broadcast. It's going to be similar to stuff that I've done in the past where I've kind of done the, uh, what I like to call the, the goon squad, uh, just like a bunch of, of talent and players hanging out and watching the games together. I think it's a, a fun experience and I'm just going to formalize that a little bit more and do the entire major uh, from from home from my stream so yeah actual dota capitalist content wow wow very cool that is exciting 
I'm not going to invite myself, but I'm also going to say we should chat and you should let me know how I can help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The, uh, I'm, uh, I've already been reaching out to some pro players. Some, there are a large number of pro players that I think will be interested, but I can't contact them yet because it's kind of rude. You know, like, hey, sorry about the tiebreakers. Uh, you, uh, you got any plans for the major? <laughs> hey, Moon, I know your cat's not doing well. Also, the tiebreakers suck. Um, want to cast? <laughs> Let me just say, this is the first time that, you know, they're my friends. I put that relationship above above my 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 own personal uh, gratification or whatever. Uh, but there was somewhere in the back of my head going... I mean, if Liquid does lose this, they're easily the best team for me to talk to about this. <laughs> I can have Blitz and Koifa and Insania. <laughs> yeah, you guys have an EU schedule. Fuck but those me. motherfuckers had to qualify, didn't they? They had to make it through that tiebreaker. <laughs> can I can I complain for a second? I don't think I've done enough of that at the at present time in podcast recording. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's you talk got a complaint about Liquid making it through the tiebreaker? Let's talk All about right. Team Liquid. Let's talk about my woes and suffering. Being someone who is trying to support my favorite team and employer on the West Coast during tiebreakers for the DPC. <laughs> because, because they started at 3 in the morning. And you know what? <laughs> that is a shit time. That's a shit time because you can't go to bed early and wake up. And if you stay up, it's going to suck. Also, it's a Sunday, which would be fine, except I was working all day to film the fucking League of Legends team. Fuck them. I wanted to watch the Dota game. Fuck you, chat. You'll never listen to this. Josh is actually super cool. Anywho, um, what I did was I stayed up with the Team Liquid Dota staff who were all in the EU and they were laughing uh -huh. at me and we watched game one uh -huh. game one which was pretty exciting because I thought that our draft was going to lose because mm -hmm. even though I think that our draft in theory works it only works for 30 minutes if you're going to cheese with Huskar against a Weaver IO against a team that as soon as Weaver builds Scotty you can't fucking heal anymore and trolls blinding axes means that no one hits anything and I don't understand how they won that game I was very excited it's close to 4 in the morning now now I have mm -hmm. a decision to make I can go to bed <laughs> uh -huh. or I can wait for the second game because Liquid plays game one and game mm. three, not game two, which is even worse for my current sleep situation. If they played game one and two, stay up, go to bed, sleep a little bit less, fine. But I have mm -hmm. to wait through a whole best of three. I watch game two, which by the way, I don't know if you watched those tiebreakers. Game two with, with Tundra and OG was actually a banger. I did not because again, it was at 3 a.m. I woke up and the tiebreakers had already gone one full round already. I was like, oh, I guess it's still going. <laughs> I know you're not going to watch it. No. Nah. But if you scrub through the VOD of that OG Tundra game, it was probably one of the most engaging Dota games and exciting Dota games from a perspective, from a, uh, a fan perspective that I think I've seen in a hot minute. It was just a really fun and exciting game of Dota. Highly recommend. Um, 
to anyone who wants to who wants to put on a Dota game and just like watch it. Highly recommend Tundra OG Game One from the DPC Europe Upper Division Season One Tiebreakers. <laughs> um, OG wins. This is great news because now Liquid can either win or lose and reset the bracket. Nothing bad can happen mm-hmm. during Game Three. I'm except watching, for Joey and his sleep schedule. Except for me and my sleep schedule. I'm watching game three. And at this point, I hedged my bets. So the OG Tundra game got me so amped up. Because again, it was actually a really good game to watch. I I got a little high. Because generally that helps me go to bed. Uh-huh. So I'm strategically getting stoned to go to bed, to wake up, to go to work. Uh-huh. except it hit me a little quick. I must've been tired than I thought I was. And I'm like dozing off in the middle of the Tundra liquid game. Mm-hmm. Except Joey set an alarm for himself so he can wake up and actually <laughs> see what's going on. So I wake up to this alarm. Mind you, I'm still a little not sober and by a little not sober. I mean, I'm stoned <laughs> and I'm, and I'm like, Oh fuck. Tundra's gonna be liquid. <laughs> There's gonna be three more games. It is six in the morning. There's gonna be three more games. You're fucked. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. Because now the choice isn't the choice is like I, I can't really sleep. <laughs> and you're already high. And I'm yeah. So what I proceed to do. And this wasn't a conscious decision. This is just what happened. Is that I think the TV volume was too loud. So it was like waking me up a little bit. So for the next two and a half games, (laughs) I don't actually see them. But I am like waking up for 15 seconds, seeing what's going, like looking at the score and then immediately falling back asleep. And then waking up and looking at the score and then immediately falling back asleep. This happens like four or five times. Yeah, it turns into, oh, I've been there so many times. It turns into this weird fucking fever dream where you, you, you like, are dissolving fucking real things, but it almost feels like a fucking dream. Yeah, it feels like a dream because I know what's going on. And I know, like, I didn't know that who, I didn't get to see who won the second OG Liquid game, right? Uh-huh. So I wake up and like Tundra and OG are playing and I'm like, oh my god, what happened to Liquid Win? I don't even know what the draft was. I think Taiga played Enigma maybe. I pull on my phone and I'm like, okay, they won game one. Okay, fuck. Um, I, and then I fall back asleep. And then I wake up 20 minutes into the Tundra Liquid game two and I see that it's a lock. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yes, we did it. And I'm so happy that I was here to support the whole time, even though I definitely wasn't. <laughs> and then I had to wake up and go to work and do all that work stuff all day. But um, tiebreakers sucked to watch all of them from West Coast with work the next day. Also tiebreakers, thank fucking God. I look at out of that tiebreaker. Holy shit. Holy shit to look at Oh, dude. I I was not mentally prepared for for the domino effect of potentially missing TI because we were going to lose a game to Tundra. Yeah. 
No, that's a it's a real problem. That's a that's a very very real problem. I mean, it still is uh, kind of a problem. You guys have made it to the major, but in order to get more points, you guys made it in fourth, so you got like a hundred points. It's f- fucking that's fuck all. Now you need to be able to get top eight at the major. I think it's top eight in order to get more points. Or uh, paid. There's no money unless you're like top eight too. Yes. You have to yes, make it through indeed. the lower bracket round one. Yes. You uh, you go and you travel to a foreign country for some people, such as uh, Leslau, coming out of Brazil. It takes him 24 hours to get there. So a literal full day of travel in order to get to this foreign country during a pandemic. And if you do not place top eight, you might as well not have gone at all. (laughs) Wild, right? (laughs) And people will say, ah, but the money comes from the league. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't really. You still would have gotten that money and then, oops, I hurt my leg. I can't can't go to the major, guys. Sorry. Save yourself fucking two weeks of time and travel at potential health risks. COVID exposure and getting you would have gotten the same amount of money. Whatever hotel delivery food you're going to get when you're locked in your room for two weeks. Yes. Yes. Man. Um, yes. I think I'm picking up what your opinion on the situation is, judging by the context and the, the clues that you're giving. Um, it's really unfortunate. The current situation is unfortunate. Um, and it doesn't matter because Liquid's going, so everything's going to be fine. The wild card is interesting because there's like six teams, I think. There's there's two. Yeah, you guys got to make it out of the wild card. Then you got to make it out of the group stage. And then even then, I think even once you're in playoffs, you still have to make it like you, you still have to win at least two series, I it's, think. It's, it's out of lower bracket round one. So you have to not get eliminated in group stage. If you make it to, you have to not get eliminated in group stage and you have to win one best of three, either your upper bracket or your lower bracket. Okay. And then, and then you get DPC points and money. Yeah. You got, you guys got a ways to go. And that wild card (laughs) is going to be kind of like the other teams in the wild card. Enigma, they'll show up. The third and yeah. fourth Chinese team, who will pres- predominantly be okay. T1. Yeah, that could be Team Elephant. The fucking uh, Team Elephant might end up in the wild card. So, you know. Yeah, then you're probably fighting for one there. slot who isn't Team Elephant. And then, uh, like, AS Monaco Gambit, not bad. Uh, could get better. They've got no one on their team now. So, uh, who knows? Uh, T1. Southeast Asian team uh, full of like um, some players like it's led by March. It's got Cuckoo uh, and Carl, who I think is pretty legit. Like, you know, Walker just can't, can't, yeah, you cannot underestimate those guys. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm excited yeah, for the yeah. major. The wild cards were super fun. 
I was a little bit. I was really rooting for Undying also to 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 fucking make DPC uh, to, to, uh-huh. to make playoffs in in NA. I was a little, I was a little bit bummed just because I wanted the chaos of um, maybe like EG losing. That would have been fun for my for to read the internet. Yeah. Do you know that EG wanted the tiebreaker? So leading into that, right? EG. Uh, had uh, uh, basically they either are locked in for second or they can get a tiebreaker and potentially take first, okay? They're guaranteed going to the major unless there's a tiebreaker and they lose that tiebreaker, right? Mm-hmm. You could just accept, all right, we'll be second. But they wanted Team Undying to beat Quincy Crew so they could have a three-way tiebreaker so they could be first. They wanted to prove that they're the best team. That's pretty badass. And, and at the same time, potentially risking your major opportunity. That's a big <laughs> feast or famine. I didn't know that. The thing, you know, That's, isn't that hilarious? That's I, like, it's like a, a nice combination of like confidence and like hubris and arrogance. <laughs> like, just accept second, guys. Go to fucking major. You're gonna play in the group stage. Is it even that bad to play in the group stage? But no. EG wanted to be able to have a tiebreaker and be number one. And by God, they did it. <laughs> you know, I think that aside, and that might be the best call. I mean, obviously, retrospect, they won, right? Like, it would, was the best call. But them getting seeded into the playoff upper bracket versus having to play group stage versus... I'm just going to say every European team that's better than them and probably a decent swath of other teams too. Like, they're in the playoffs. They gotta All win right. one best of three. They, they don't gotta I worry will... about, about fucking secret or, or, or alliance or, you know, all that shit. I do not think being upper bracket is, an, uh, is that big of an advantage. In fact, I actually think it's a disadvantage if you are unlucky, I don't know how this is going to go. I'm presuming it's just a roll of the dice. I I would hope so, that it's a roll of the dice. Okay. But you get uh, six teams that go into the upper bracket. Okay. You get two more teams that are added to that upper bracket. That comes from the group stage, right? Top two of the group stage get seated into the upper bracket. Mm-hmm. If you are one of those... Uh, one of those teams who ends up matching against the top of the group stage teams, I'm going to say the chances of you getting knocked down almost immediately is very high. And I think if you get knocked down almost immediately, your chances of going out almost immediately after that are very high. So I actually think that in a way being seated into the upper bracket could be a disadvantage. If you end up facing the fucking whatever monster team ends up topping out the group stage, you know, a team that has managed to potentially play in wild cards. They played through an entire group stage round Robin against a bunch of teams. They figured their shit out. They're fucking hot. They're feeling good. You have to face them totally cold. You have to face them just watching Dota and playing scrims, but like you're going into it. This is your first official match against a team who's played fucking seven matches at least and fucking dominated people you know like i i i am 
fucking I am so convinced that like whatever teams end up matching up against the top of the group stage teams, uh, totally cold, so likely that they're gonna get bounced out of the major early. I mean, you'd really be shitting a brick to come up against, you know, the uh, the, the hot team elephant, right? Who played through wild card in group stage. Yeah, like like shit like that could yeah totally happen. You know, uh, you get some like uh, alliance, you know, or some shit who just like tears up the group stage, looking like really fucking hot. They go in like I could definitely see them being able to beat EG or being able to beat like you know Secrets like the one team that I you know will say okay they can match up against any, anybody and they'll still they'll still have the advantage. You know, even if it's they're playing cold and the other team's playing hot and all that shit, you know, it's like they'll still have the advantage. That's the one team I'll possibly give that to. I I legitimately think You're not gonna that like we're going to see this story break down. Or... Yeah, like fucking Beast Coast ends up, you know, going in and matching up against a, a hot alliance or somebody like that. Like they're going to get pounced down to lower bracket real quickly. And losses like that can fucking kill your team you know mm-hmm. how many teams have you seen <clears throat> quincy crew how many teams have you seen go into the upper bracket of ti and gone boom boom and just immediately get bounced out you know losses can really fuck with you sometimes depending on the team so it's an interesting yeah. <clears throat> format that we're dealing with but one that i think you can you can fault it for a lot of reasons but I'm certain it's going to be exciting. Mm. Mm-hmm. That might not mean it's good for players. I would mean I would argue that it's not, but it's gonna be exciting to watch. Yeah, fuck them. Who cares? <laughs> Get good, win. <laughs> if it's exciting, that's good. And uh, I mean, it's it's gonna be an interesting tournament. I think to watch just because of the different stages starting off and watching a, a wild card that's going to be, I think, rather intense. Uh, and then going into a group stage that is probably going to be pretty intense, at least for the top, like, three or four teams. I think very likely there are some suspect uh, teams that should very obviously get knocked down. Uh, like, if anything, it's possible that the wild card at the bottom is going to be more competitive than the group stage at the bottom. Because think- you get the, you get the second best of some of these regions uh, who don't have a wild card slot. You get the fourth best team in Europe against the second best team in SA or NA or uh, Even CIS. Yeah, CIS is kind of weird because they get to play with Europe all the time. So you have to imagine it it's amping up their game, but uh, you have to imagine like, it's not going to go well, but we'll see. Maybe Thunder Predator are, uh, I mean, Thunder Predator, I've, I thought they were really legit like six months ago or something. Um, But maybe they can make some magic happen. I'm excited for the major. They've done it. I, th- yeah. I think it might be the famine of not having international event, but I am I am excited for the major. I am so thankful that that our stars are counted, that my stars are counted, that uh, that the boys pulled through, and they're going to be in the mm-hmm. wild card. It's a big win, not just for Liquid. It's a big win because I got all this fucking fan pack material that I can't wait to eventually promote one day when those ever get released. 
I saw fucking, who was it? Black and yellow. I saw fucking black and yellow because they made it through the tiebreaker. So they're going to stay together as a team, which I think if they did not make it through the tiebreaker and they got bounced down to lower division, they were not going to stay together as a team. I've heard that about a lot of teams. They get bounced down to lower division for the second season. What the fuck is the point of being in there? You know, that's that's the way they're going to think. I'll tell you what the point is. The point is for being in the DPC for the second season is very important because that is the only way you can play for TI. If you have any hopes of of wanting to be able to play in the TI qualifiers, you must be in the second season of the DPC. That is why you should keep playing, even if you're in the lower division. Or is that, that is why, if, if you if you are that. looking, if, say that again. I didn't know that. Yes, there is no open qualifiers for TI. Right? They put that in, and that 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 is still there. There is going to be no open qualifiers for TI. So all of those teams, you know, those those players, the the, the teams that traditionally are like get put together just for TI. You know, they have to happen now. Otherwise, they don't get a chance. That's interesting. What's Mouse Sports going to do? Yeah, it's fucking, it, it's it's wild. It's, uh, some, some of these some of these rules are, are real interesting. And I don't think uh, a whole lot of people recognize, I don't think a whole lot of people realize the rules. Because I was, I was talking to, uh, to somebody uh, about this and like kind of double checking what the, the rules are going to be. And uh, yeah, <laughs> you go you go to the Valve rule set. It it is there. It says updated, <laughs> but apparently that that was updated like uh, Christmas. Uh, apparently before before the the DPC actually started. So, but yeah, it's it's there. It, it doesn't like the thing is is that like I don't think people like fully reading the rules like broke down. Oh, okay, if there is no open qualifiers, I don't think they in turn realized what that meant for the second season, how important it is to be in the second season. So it also means that uh, you're going to see a lot of roster shakeups uh, this, after this major, um, possibly after that, but like there are a lot of free agents out there and they're going to bump somebody out. And that person, if they want to be able to stay in is going to bump somebody else farther down the totem pole. And we're just going to have these fucking, <laughs> It's going to be interesting. These exchanges and people are just going to be kicking the shit out of people all the way down the hill, you know? <laughs> there's going to be empty spots. So there's a real trickle-down shitonomics going on right now. <laughs> Thanks, Reagan. Yeah, fucking Samael comes in just, you know. Actually, it's kind of, it already happened. No one came in, just fucking took a big old shit on FN's chest, said, Thanks for keeping my spot warm, chump. Fucking boop. Get out of my fucking spot. I'm now standing in for this team. Uh, and then once the major happens there, of course, we'll announce that, uh, oh, hey, uh, uh, standing went really well with no one. We're actually going to bring him into the team. Oh, good thing is standing in just, you know, really worked out for us. So I'm really happy. We're to happy have to have him here. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you're going to see FN. Like, FN's a pretty good player. He'll He's going to take a spot, like, from somebody somewhere. Maybe the upper division, maybe the best team in the lower division or something, but he's going to take somebody's spot. And that person's going to be like, well, shit, I want to play in TI. I want to be in the TI qualifiers. So they're going to take somebody out, one of the bottom teams of the lower division. They'll be like, fuck it. I'll play with you guys. Just keep me in the DPC. Fucking get that guy out of here. 
Dude, I, I had no idea. I yeah, know. people are not talking enough about about that. That's yes. there's gonna be some straight up carnage. There's gonna be some hashtag drama. There's gonna yeah. be some there's gonna be some hashtag well, drama. I, I think it'll very likely uh become big news soon. I was talking to, to Kyle about it and uh I was I was telling him about this and so he's gonna make a, a blog post about it and uh have that whole conversation that Kyle likes to have with the community. So gotta build that clout. Yeah, it'll uh it'll go big soon. And uh if he's gonna write blogs, yeah. can you tell him to fix the whole fan pass thing too? Why is that a thanks? Yeah, I don't know. Fucking Christ. Yeah, so yes, I saw black and yellow being like, Hey, who wants to make some art for our fucking fan bundle? And I'm like, Yeah, I mean, I guess you still got time. <laughs> This at, at this point, Valve has to be waiting until uh, fucking the the anime's released and they can drop a whole bunch of content. Uh, here's the major. Here's the fucking anime. Here's the fan bundles. Here's the new player experience. Do I? I, I, well, I can only hope that's <laughs> the case. Do you? I I heard a rumor. Yeah. that the website to submit assets for the fan bundle no longer works. Oh, really? Now, the what? speculation that can happen here is that submissions are closed, you haven't put it in, you're fucked because they're going to go in the game really soon. Uh-huh. Other hypothesis. People were so incompetent at submitting the right file type because I know that they were asking for for particular things like 64 kilobit mono audio for voice lines or transparent PNGs or 3D renders for your logo, right? People mm -hmm. might have just submitted the wrong fucking stuff. And someone at Valve is melting because 80 however many teams sent them incomprehensible files. <laughs> That's option number two. Yeah. Option number three. There's no plan still. <laughs> I mean, there has to be a plan. All right. Val Valve is not so incompetent that there isn't a plan. All right? There's definitely, There's a, definitely plan. a plan. I have to assume it has to be for the major or they're waiting for the DPC to wrap up. I'm not sure like what the point of like, Ask, uh, like maybe it was just to like get pe the ball rolling and get people like working to create this stuff but like you know I, I just I'm just thinking about like the, the bottom two teams who are like oh we'll make some stuff and then they get bounced out of the DPC I hope they release the like, fan packs yeah anyways. we're not using that shit I hope they release the fan packs for them anyways <laughs> this is a <laughs> no, real, that, a real there's no way they do there's no way they do Fucking losers. Winners get fan bundles. Losers get the fuck out. They're gonna have to release for everyone though, not just the D not just the the ooh, hiccup major teams. So I don't know. I, I yeah. I, think, I, I would assume so. I think I no one even like they might just put it up for the major teams. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what the point of waiting for the major unless you're only doing the major teams, but I I yeah, I don't know. Maybe Valve's insider having a disagreement about how much shit they want to uh, let into their game, you know? Because uh, letting 16 teams across six different regions, that's what, 96 teams? All get some fucking, uh, uh, some get, 
get uh, images and audio and shit, and they're like, "Think of okay, this. We only really want these shitters to to have their space in our game." Think of how small the Dota Two team is at Valve, and then think about how much human work hours has to go into not just putting the stuff in into the game. Like that's you know that's busy work, right? I'm sure mm-hmm. you or I could probably do that if you wanted to, just putting the files in the right place, right? That's all you do, just copy paste. Sure. But the the QC work of having to actually like make sure that there's like you know stuff that people deem worthy to be inside the game without causing a problem or mm-hmm. setting a standard of what is acceptable versus what is not acceptable when you're looking at 96 teams say say everyone sends three sprays like they were supposed to do almost 300 sprays you're going to put in the game in theory maximum and you're trying mm-hmm. to like kind of QC them and then probably have internal debates about what is good and what is bad and what we're allowed to do and not allowed to do. That just takes a lot of time. Yeah. Just a lot of time. Again, it feels like one of those things, like I I feel like Valve does this a lot where there's like one person who has this like good idea. And the reason why things get abandoned is like that person has an idea and then you know, maybe it's too big of a project for them or they get, oh, a butterfly, you know, they, they see the fucking uh, VR software, you know, like, let's do some shit on that or something, you know, and they just, they, that project just gets lost, you know, it just goes into the the unfinished bucket that is Valve things, you know, and uh, I, f- I feel like this is kind of one of those things. This is going to happen. Somebody was like, I, this, this, this is going to happen. There's good no idea. way this does not happen. Yeah. And it was, uh, oh yeah, 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 it absolutely will happen for sure. I'm just saying that I think there was one person who was like, this would be a good idea and fucking way too ambitious, bro. Way too ambitious. Like just, just fucking like if, if I'm there at Valve, I'm like, guys, what the fuck are we doing? Letting everyone have a fucking fan bundle. You crazy. Give it to the fucking major teams. That's your reward for getting into the major. You get a fucking fan bundle. Congratulations. Giving a fucking fan bundle to a fucking lower division team for the 14th best team in a region. Are you fucking kidding me? Even if you just did upper division teams, cuts the work in half. Yeah. That's still 150 sprays. 150 voice lines, 150 emoticons. Yeah. If I was was thinking about what I would need in order to actually like go through all that stuff and like build a team out to look at all of it and talk about it, I would say three to four people for two weeks to just focus on that project. Yeah. Again, overly ambitious. That being Start said, small. but the problem is they already announced it. They already said they were going to do it. They already fucking gave all these lower division teams the opportunity to put in their shit. The liquid bundle is going to be good. Mm. I am mm. willing to go out on a limb and say that we have the best fan package. You do not. I'm willing. I'm willing to go out. On a limb. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking cut that limb down right now. And say okay. that we have the best fan package. Works with Slacks on the Arkosh bundle. I can tell you right now, you don't have the best. There's one. no way whatever Slacks wants to put in the game is being accepted. <laughs> you say that. You say that. We'll see. We'll see. Again, Valve didn't put any fucking. 
Dude, I was so fucking. Any idea of quality control? There, there was no like, hey, this is the line you should kind of toe. I was so hyped for Jake and to talk to him during those Arkosh tiebreakers and being like, dude, mm-hmm. I have, I have watched zero, zero NADPC season one games, with the exception of Dog Champ versus the Cut. To see if they can force a tiebreaker for Arkosh to get into mm-hmm. upper division. That is the only NA series I watched because I wanted to support my friend Sir Action Slacks and, and his fucked up experiment. And I wanted the yeah, news to be reality. I was in Europe. I didn't fucking I didn't watch that shit. There was a technical pause and Jenkins got on the show and was like, Hey Dakota, diarrhea's great, right? And I'm like, Jenkins, my guy. You know, I had that. Uh, you know, you know what's fucking wild is that that Dakota tweeted that out. He's like, I've never had a panelist ask me if I enjoyed diarrhea before, and I saw that and I immediately responded. I said, I do not like the fact that I know immediately who you're talking about, because here's the thing about Jenkins, this is not made up. Okay, I mean, in a way, it is meta made up. He he likes to put on an intentionally trolly persona. But it's not made up in that he's only doing it for on stream. I had that same conversation with him in private at Omega League. Where we he had it on me, the show. We did it on this show. Oh, that's right. We did it on the show as well. Like, th- that's who Jenkins is. Like, <laughs> fucking terrible. Oh, my God. Dude. Um... <laughs> So yeah, that's the uh, only NA game that I watched. So RIP Arkosh. I'm sure their fan bundle might be better than Liquids, but definitely less family friendly. And less, you know, less cool. I'm saying it. Hey, you know but what? Team Liquid's Even... fan bundle is also very good. I'm, I've seen both of them. Obviously, uh, uh, I got a chance to uh, help you out with that. So There's going to be a video that we're going to release that, that, that Cap uh, helped us with uh, our players recording their voiceover lines. Um, yeah. Which is moderately funny. It's moderately moderately to seriously funny. So you might uh, breathe out through your nose in a, a bit of a huff. At least once. At least once. Um, huh. All that aside, I know we've been going on for a minute. Part of that is because yeah. I'm still kicking myself about Bitcoin. Um, we'd probably be remiss to not round out by mentioning that the official Netflix trailer for Dragon Blood dropped today. And we both had uh-huh. yeah. and I think your reaction we, was different than mine. Yeah, we both had different reactions. I watched it right before the show and went Man, I really like the way Studio Mur draws stuff. <laughs> and also I didn't know until uh there was that interview with the voice cast that uh Troy Baker was fucking invoker. Which mm-hmm. is really cool because I really I I like a lot of the games Troy Baker's been and I'm a big I'm a big fan of Death Stranding and Higgs. So I'm like, that's fucking rad. Um and just looking at it, I think it's gonna be a little silly. But I also th- just get the feeling that it's gonna be pretty well done. And now I went from being cautiously optimistic to fully optimistic and thinking that it's gonna be 
good. It gave me um, Castlevania vibes. Um, in the just a lot of things, combination of like a little bit of the art, a little bit of voice acting, um, and just the the general vibe. Uh, and I really enjoyed Castlevania. Uh, let me put that out. Have you seen Castlevania? I have not watched the animated series. Okay, so you have no idea what I'm talking about. You should watch it. It's quite good. It's one of the one of the anime I will recommend to non-anime watchers. Um, and and so reminding me of Castlevania should be a good thing, but I, I feel like um, it's going to be Castlevania with a way less coherent story. <laughs> Because for the life of me, I cannot, like, I am so worried that this anime is going to do too much Dota stuff. That they took a fucking storyline that was way too fucking, what? What? And remember what I said last time we talked about this anime? You want to fucking simplify things. You get into fucking the weird-ass Dota universe you do not throw a bunch of fucking Dota things in there. You keep it real fucking simple. That's why I talked about, you know, like fucking, you know, just make it fucking, you literally just copy uh, uh, Radiant versus Sentinel, a fucking Scourge versus, you know, whatever it was, Radiant versus Scourge or whatever. You know, literally just make it fucking tree people, good human people versus undead things. You could do that with the Dota lore, you know? And then you, you, you progress to the next season and make a little bit more convoluted. We're fucking, we're talking about Selimene and, and, and she's got some fucking secret and there's the, the Templar assassin blossoms in there. We're going to connect that. We've also now seen that like Terrorblades, a villain in it as well. I'm not sure if you saw the I did, the I, did I did see that. Yeah. No, fucking Terrorblades going to be in there. People were talking about uh, whether or not Underlord was in the, the teaser or not. So you're dealing with demons and fucking and Selimani and goddesses and, and Templar assassin and, and fucking like what? Come on, man. This I feel I'm worried they're doing. There's too much. There's too much stuff. I have no idea what the I'm, I'm a Dota fan. I have no idea what the fuck this story is about. <laughs> That is true. I do not know what the story is about. And I yeah, like, isn't that the point of a trailer is that it's supposed to lead you, you know, somewhere. I know people like complain a lot about like trailers being too revealing, but like legitimately I, the teaser to the actual trailer itself, I, I didn't get any semblance of a story. I actually felt like I knew the story better when I watched the teaser after watching the actual trailer. I have no fuck idea where this story is going. So I'm concerned. I have some level of confidence that they are that they made this with your ideal path in mind. Not not the as simple as possible, but close to as simple as possible. And I think that my worry is that they accomplish that by too much just straight exposition dumping. And that's mm. how they like educate people on this universe or what's going on. Um, but I'm going to reserve my judgment until I see it and I'm going to continue to be optimistic because I don't think that they would fully make the mistake to make it way too convoluted. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that, that's the thing. It's like, that, that's my concern, but, you know, obviously there are way more competent people than me involved in this. Uh, so, 
you know, I'm, I'm still uh, optimistic as well. Just uh, less so after watching that trailer. But Well, we got a couple weeks until that plans out. We got a couple weeks into the major. We still got to see what shakes up in China. I got hopefully a couple weeks till I find my, my, my Ethereum password and it's not actually gone forever, but it might be. Um, and, uh, we have one more thing we did not talk about. Oh, what? We'll keep it short. Uh, last episode, we played the game. Guess the five teams that have been disqualified oh, from the DPC. We yeah. now have a no. sixth. No, don't. No, have no, you're joking. Sixth in you're joking. there. Are you serious? Yes, we did it. The CIS lower division has been tainted. It no! has been corrupted. That's right. Magical is suspected on match fixing who oh. uh, plays for hustlers team uh it starts with an x it's supposed to be hustlers it, it's supposed to translate into some something close to hustler which actually means hustlers but yes the team that is two and five barely kept in the lower division uh, their mid player magical suspected of match fixing of course magical well known for his uh his stream sniping when it comes to playing pubs oh i've seen him uh, on reddit nobody because likes people him. don't like him yes people hate him because he seems uh rather shameless uh in his stream sniping yeah so did, suspected did, did of match mixing, that is number six. Did the community find that out? Or did like his teammates say something? Or like how did that come to light? Uh I think if not hundred percent here, but I think they're basically kind of doing the same thing that um that the various like NA uh team that we we're talking about, uh whoever they were, I forgot. Uh, they spe- suspected one of their players of match fixing. They're they're just fucking. They're putting it out there, saying we think this guy's match fixing. We can't fucking say for sure, but like, fucking, you know, hand to God, Valve. I swear we didn't do it. We didn't fucking do it. This wasn't a team decision. Please don't fucking kill us. It was him, man. It was him. It was all him. We didn't do it. Six teams. So what are the what what are your odds that we find a seventh? <laughs> I mean, we're too shy of an entire division of players. That is, uh, quite impressive. Uh, what are the chances there is a seven? I would say pretty high. Uh, what are the chances we find that seventh? Mm, unsure about that. Unsure about that. I'm currently looking at the Chinese lower division. <laughs> That's true. None of these teams have come out of China, right? Who 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 uh, historically yes. has the most problems with match fixing in general. Yes. Currently looking at uh, Sparking Arrow Gaming because uh, that team has D stones on it. Fuck D stones. Fuck that guy. You know my D stone story? No. Oh, so I got beef with a, one of the Chinese players. I can't imagine you having That's beef weird, with everyone. Right? <laughs> I can't imagine you having beef with anyone. I, I got beef with D Stones, dog. 
You want to know why? Because we got beef with D stones when we were in China playing pubs at uh, a land cafe. It was me, Merlini, Jack KBBQ, uh, Jofi, who was a Chinese uh, personality. Uh, she was in the talent scene, is no longer, but used to be. Uh, Fogged, I think, played with us then. Uh, and we would play unranked party queue when we would run into D-Stones. And D-Stones was a fucking disgusting try-hard invoker picker. Literally, dude just spammed invoker every single time we ran into him. So eventually, we start trying to ban it out. And uh, and one of the games, he 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 talks, he he all does some all chat, talks some shit. Jofi and and Jack relay what he's saying to us. And um, and one of the games, we end up banning his invoker, and Merlini plays mid bane. Yes, played mid bane. Fucking shits on D stones absolutely destroys him we go on to to win that game fucking dumpster that guy he gets so mad he's fucking all chatting a storm and the funny part was he was calling us toxic because you know we banned his invoker and picked a, a an off meta hero mid like there's, and he got dumpstered like i'm a, sorry bro like what there's a term for that it's called projecting also yes go on <laughs> anyway like he just fucking all chatting a fucking shitstorm jack and, and joe fear trying to keep up and letting us know what he's saying and uh and yeah so fuck that guy <laughs> that's why we got beef it's on site with d stones i thought i thought you were gonna be like yeah man he like looked at my girlfriend funny or he told my mom to fuck off for like you, you nah that's <laughs> nah, pub drama you had, you had a shitty you had a shitty uh you had a shitty pub experience with him. Yeah, fuck that guy. I mean, it, it's you know, it's uh, it's it's meme drama. I I I, I know very little about D Stones besides what I am relayed from the Chinese uh community, Chinese talent and such. Uh, and apparently they don't have great they like. Well, he sounds like a stand-up he's, guy. He's not a he's not a well-liked person. If he's gonna act that way in pubs, he's not super well-liked. But it's mean beef. I just think it's funny that like an English like an English-speaking commentator or commentators, because Fogged and Rolini are also in this beef, could have like beef with like a Chinese player when we can't even communicate. <laughs> so whenever I go on panels and I see D Stones, I'm always just like, "Fuck that guy." <laughs> Remember that remember that time that Merlini shit all over you? You fucking piece of ah, shit. Ah, we gotta pause here. You know, I have a funny story about D Stones. One time I was in a land cafe with Merlini. And he fucking <laughs> dumpstered it. He was at uh he was at like some ESL like he was at some ESL one event with uh like Aster, I think. Um he got transferred out of that roster real quickly after that event. And uh, boy, let me just say, that was the most biased I've ever been against a team. I really wanted that team to lose. <laughs> Fucking D-Stones? Fuck that guy. Yeah, did he pick Invoker? Ugh. 
And, and to this day, I occasionally check up. Who's D-Stone's playing with now? Ah, that team. I hope they're not doing very well. Ah, they aren't. Good. <laughs> Division 2. Feels about right. <laughs> Unfortunately, his team's doing pretty well in Division 2. But, you know, we'll see. I'm sure it's not his fault. So, yeah. Two more teams. We would have a full division of cheaters. Match fixers. I bet we're going to find a seventh one. I bet we're going to find a seventh one. As in, like, soon? Or you think, like, it'll eventually come out that this team is match fixing? I'll say before the major. Okay. There will be one more team. And I will also hedge the bet to say it's a Chinese team. Okay. Anybody out of Southeast Asia? Southeast Asia lower division? Anything there? Be a Chinese team. Okay. I'll I'll play the odds. Give me the odds, bookkeep. Um, but I guess until we uh continue to just wait for more teams to uh murder their own career in broad daylight. That's it. <laughs> You gave me uh, five more minutes to actually think of a way to end the show, and I spent the time not thinking about it. So here we are. Fair. My stories are enthralling. I understand. You couldn't think about anything else. It's true. You were tied to your steed. What happened with T-Stones? Why does Cap hate him? Did they get into a fist fight? I was actually just focused on the Widow's Peak on, on your hairline, actually. Yeah. That Widow's Peak? I've had it forever. I'm actually... Opening up my camera, making it nice and big. My, my, I got it from my dad. Son of a bitch passed on a, a widow's peak to me, and it's pretty intense. And I've had it since I'm a teenager. It hasn't actually receded hardly at all. That's just what I've been born with. It's intense, right? I think it's more prominent right now that your specific hair length. It's pretty, it's pretty prominent. Yeah. It's cool. You're an evil villain. Um. <laughs> An evil villain who I will. My dad likes to call it the Eddie Munster hair. <laughs> and just to give him shit, I'm always like, I know who Eddie Munster is. For those of you who don't know, there was a very old, old television show, literally black and white, called The Munsters. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a monster family. And one of the kids had the weirdest fucking hair like they they made some sort of weird hairline for him that went down to like the center of his fucking forehead and it went in a widow's peak sort of deal so my dad always calls it the eddie munster look and every single time i know who it is but i'm just like who what the fuck are you talking about eddie munster hey you know the monsters what what the fuck is that dad oh come on the monsters (laughs) 